welcome to the End Times Podcast. Hi, my name is Dr. Stephen Finney, and I will be your host today. Dr. Jeremiah, we're here on your set of A Tour of Prophecy. The tribulation period is a all-out combustion, that's all I can say, of evil. And then these witnesses and the two witnesses representing the faith, and yet they continue to go uh, even though they become martyrs for their faith. Wow, overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the right, word of their testimony. Right. You know, some of the things you've talked about are glorious. They're days we just cannot wait for. Some of them are pretty terrifying. Mm -hmm. What do you say to people who think, you know what, the whole thought of the end times is terrifying to me? Well, we can't be wimpy about this. I mean, the fact that we don't like it doesn't mean it's not true. I mean, I think a lot of people think, well, if I don't believe it, I can make it untrue. You don't get a chance to do that. This is the truth of the Word of God, and it is absolutely going to happen. So let's get rid of that excuse. I don't like it, so I'm not going to, you know. The other side of this is, if you follow this all the way through to the end, Sheila, we win. <laughs> we know how this ends. You know, we, we've read the last chapter, and we know that God is victorious. And so we don't really have anything to fear. Uh, it's kind of like my wife has this wonderful way of reading books. She loves to read books and she loves mystery books. And I remember one time I gave her a book and we were going on a trip. And uh, about a half hour into the trip, I looked over and she's reading the last chapter. I said, honey, what are you doing? You're reading the last chapter. She says, well, if you read the last chapter, it helps you follow the plot. And then I said something to her about it. She says, well, you teach Revelation, don't you? And I said, yeah. And the re Revelation is like that. You know mm -hmm. what the last chapter is all about. And when you know how it ends, it helps you figure out how it works. And that's one of the blessings of that book. Can you see things um, already happening around us that are indications of the time we're living in? The greatest sign of the fact that we're moving into this period of history is the return of Israel because none of the prophecies of the book of Revelation, or very few of them, could happen if Israel's not in the land. The fact that Israel has returned to her land and continues to be there, and of course, as you know, we've just, um, through, we've just thrown our hat into the ring again by declaring that Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, and there's a whole new discussion of what's happening in the one state versus two state and all. But the fact that Israel is back in her land is a sit up and take notice uh, to us about where we are. Then there are other things too. I mentioned uh, some of the realignment of nations in, in Europe because in the end times we know there's a 10 nation coalition that will be on this earth. I remember 30 years ago, I, I went to Europe to speak at a missions conference and I had to stop at every border for the uh, oh, border yeah. patrol to Passport get on the train. Patrol. And now yeah. you can go clear across Europe and you don't have to stop one time because it's now the United States of Europe. That is one of the things that's prophesied in the scripture. And there's just many others that are all coming together now. You know, we talked about the mark of the beast earlier and all of the uh, imprints and hands that, that, um, you, that are becoming um, pretty common that make you realize, well, maybe that's the way the mark of the beast will work. All of those things, you just, you can't help but notice them. What do you see as the next event on the prophetic timeline and calendar? I believe the only one that we can be certain of is the rapture. We know that's going to happen. Some of the things that happened during the tribulation 
will begin abruptly after the rapture, but some of those things will have been in process and then explode into greater reality after the church is gone. So when you read the passage in Matthew that's about the beginning of sorrows and you read all of those signs that are a part of what's going to happen in the early part of the tribulation, you shouldn't be surprised to start seeing some of those things here before the rapture happens because they won't just not be here one day and the next day all of a sudden they're here. They will be on their way. And though there are no signs for the rapture, you can't get away from the fact that there are signs for the second advent. And if you start seeing some of those now, that means you're seven years closer than you would have because the second advent, seven years after the rapture, if some of the second advent signs are now appearing, we may be closer than we think. So nothing has to happen prophetically before no, the rapture. There are no signs for the rapture. None. Wow. Is there any prophetic passage that has been particularly meaningful to you as a pastor? One of the things that's interesting about prophecy is while people say it's not relevant, almost every major prophetic passage in the Bible, if you stay within the context, like within two or three verses, you will find a practical application from that. And let me just give you a couple of examples. You know, one of the great passages pastors like to preach on is in Hebrews about going to church, where it <laughs> says, and forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. But then it says, as the day is approaching, become more committed to your church. So here's this passage of scripture that talks about the coming of the Lord. And in the midst of it, it says, one of the things that you need to be aware of when you become aware of the coming of the Lord is the church is more important than you thought. Here's another illustration. This is a great passage. This is one of my favorite passages, John 14, one to six. Jesus is communicating to his disciples that he's about to go back to heaven and they don't know what this is all about. And Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and bring you to, to, to heaven with me so that where I am there, you might be also. So what did Jesus say? He said, I know you're worried about where I'm going, but don't be troubled. You know, if you know what you know, you don't have to be troubled. You can live in this world and study prophecy and wherever you go in the prophetic passage, you will find what God wants you to know about that. For instance, in the first John passage, it says, therefore, what manner of men should we be? Thank you for joining us on the End Times Podcast. Until next time, 